Welcome to the Man Child Chronicles podcast, where four friends talk entertainment, fatherhood, and sports, all with sarcasm, comedic timing, and a healthy dose of toxic masculinity. Let's welcome our hosts, Ryan, John, Mike, and Jay. Growing up never took so long. Hey, welcome in cronies to the Man-Child Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, here with my three best friends, Michael, John, and Jay. Tonight, we're going to do a little movie roulette review, play a million dollars butt, and draft the best spring day. And tonight, we're joined by a special guest, David. How's it going, fellas? What's up? Super excited to be here. Really, mostly excited to be talking to literally anyone except the people I live with. <laughs> you you must be best friends with John. <laughs> you guys sound exactly the same. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Welcome in, David. Uh, David's a friend of the podcast, we can say. He listens to a lot of episodes. Me and him uh, worked together many, many moons ago back in Missouri for a short stint, and uh, we definitely had a totally platonic friendship for for our entire time together. Straight good buddies. Um, hung out a lot, watched some sports, had a good relationship that was totally platonic. And um, you keep emphasizing that platonic. You keep using that word. word. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. I I think I hope it means what I think it means. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> One of my fun memories of hanging out with David. I don't know if you got any good ones that come to mind, David. Yeah, for sure. Um, like you said, uh, you know, we had a very close, totally, totally platonic relationship uh, with each other. I don't know. <clears throat> you know oh, totally, my gosh. Oh, absolutely <laughs> platonic relationship. So, anyway. Uh, for for those that are going to be listening to this on our various platforms, um, David just revealed a beautiful piece of clothing that has John's beautiful face um, covering the entirety of the T-shirt. Yeah, uh, this whole thing quick. I've had this for forever. I, I haven't realized that in years. I didn't realize I put this one on this morning. I have. Can, David, <clears throat> can you stand up so I can see the all yeah. effects of that yeah. real yeah, quick? I might need to stand back. That's a big head, but yeah. Oh man! <laughs> wow! No beard, young John. <laughs> wow! What a hunk! Yeah. So anyway, Holy crap. <laughs> more on our totally plutonic relationship. Uh, so. <clears throat> Yeah, I uh, when I moved uh, to Missouri, I had a wife and a couple of kids, and um, my son, who at the time was probably two or three. Um, John was working one day, and and I, you know I wasn't, and I just happened to uh, go to work that day with my son, and uh, <clears throat> I have amazing parental skills. Uh, anyone will tell you that that's ever met me. And so when I saw... I've gathered that. I've gathered that. Oh, yeah. When I saw that John was uh, not busy at the moment, I told my son to go up to John and give him the middle finger. And uh, my my young, impressionable, uh, two-and-a-half-ish-year-old son went up and did that, which I found super hilarious. Um, (laughs) Until... 
John asked him if he knew what that meant. And of course, my son was like, no, my dad told me to do it. I don't know what this means at all. And he says, that means I love you. And I I thought, oh, man, this is going to be a problem later. (laughs) (laughs) This could backfire. Yeah. So uh, we got home. And uh, later that day, my wife is sitting on the couch. And my son, who, you know, loves his mom, uh, (laughs) says, hey, mom, look. And he flips her off and says, this means I love you. And uh, that was the last time my wife let me take my kids anywhere by myself. <laughs> Smart lady. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, father of the year. Wow. Hey, good job, John. That was good. That was real good. Well done. It's also smart because now you don't have to take your kids anywhere. Yes. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's like back playing the long game. Alert. That's like the first time my wife asked me to do laundry. I'm like, I'm going to mess this up right so bad so I never have to do it again. Good uh, thinking. Thank you. So, David, what is your. Well, I always like to ask guests when they come on here, what is what are some of your favorite uh, segments that we do on the show? Uh, you know, honestly, I. John asked me what some of them are, and I really I had a hard time uh, narrowing them down. I, I really do uh, enjoy the the show. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, I would I, I guess I would say you know the the million dollars butt that we're you know we're doing today. I'm super excited to be part of that. That's always funny. Stories from a hat are good. Um, it's it, that has produced a lot of really good content. Um, yeah, those are probably a couple of my favorites, but uh, I, I really there isn't one that I can say that you guys do that I, I don't look forward to, unless it has to do with the Jets. <laughs> I was going to say, word on the street is you really enjoy our sports podcast. <laughs> you know, I do enjoy the sports. That's probably the one that my neighbors uh, see when I'm when I'm outside working in the yard or something. They, they think I'm the craziest because I'm out there talking to myself. Uh, yeah, you know, so the one where I, I talk back the entire time, and then there was one episode that, uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I was especially animated. But you know, we can save that for another day. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what uh, on sports, real quick? What do you think about signing the awesome Allen Robinson uh, four years ago? Awesome Allen Robinson, <laughs> terrible <laughs> Allen Robinson. Now, yeah, how do you yeah. like that signing? Yeah, um, you know, I'm not. I, I'm. <sighs> I'm just excited they're doing something in free agency. Uh, they don't normally they 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 go through the draft and it's worked for them, you know, fairly well. But uh, I'm excited to see that they're they're making some moves, uh, bringing a veteran guy, um, young quarterback, uh, some a, a younger receiving core. I mean, he'll, he'll be the third oldest guy on the team, um, and he's really I think uh, tw- he's not really that old. Um, late. 20s early 30 something like that so i'm not upset about it we we're getting them for five mil so i'll take it we'll see what happens what are you hoping for in the draft offensive line uh, yeah yeah I've, I've seen a couple of uh, mock drafts that show uh, that they might pick up uh, a cornerback but uh you know our our defense was pretty pretty solid last year we need somebody to protect kenny um so that he can he can run for his life a little bit less look a little less uh um, like I don't know some of these other quarterbacks that can run. 
um, and uh, just make some throws down the field. Block for Najee. For anyone I mean, who doesn't I have know sports, to know. we are talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers here. Yeah. <laughs> just so you know, Mike. <laughs> I have to know, are you <laughs> – is Mike Tomlin going to be able to keep his perfect record? Now, I started cheering for the Steelers pretty hard because – down at the end of the stretch, it did not seem like they were going to end with a winning record. And I was cheering for him every week because of how much those players respect Mike Tomlin. And they were cheering for him. Like if, after every game, they were like, look, if we went out, Tomlin keeps his perfect re- winning season um, record. Are they going to be able to do it again next year? What's your thoughts? Um, I think so. Um, you know, I don't think Deshaun. So, I mean, you, you, have, you have the Brownies, the Bengals, and, and the Ravens in division. I don't think Deshaun's the same Deshaun that he was when he was in Houston. I don't think Lamar comes back to Baltimore, uh, whether he sits out and just doesn't play or they, they do end up, uh, um, you know, he ends up signing somewhere else or whatever happens there. I, I think you can count on, you know, uh, three, maybe four wins out of those two teams if I'm right there. Um, so yeah, I, I think they can, um, they, like I said, they've, they've done pretty good in the uh, off season by making some moves and adding some of the, the, to some of the issues that we have. Um, they have you know, a decent pick mid first round. They got two seconds. So I think they could do some damage, uh, early in the draft if, uh, if they play their cards right. So I think they will. They're a good team. Kenny was a, a good enough quarterback. We'll see what he's really made of uh, this year now that there's some tape on him. I got him as a bubble playoff team this year. Yeah, they're, I think that's they'll accurate. Be, they'll be close to making it a uh, wild card team, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. We'll I see. think uh, I think they're they're going to be on close to the outside. You know, whatever everybody else does, we'll, we'll uh, determine how they end up. And so now that we've talked about the Steelers, have we redeemed ourselves? <laughs> You know, I'll take it. I'll take it. The fact that I'm okay, on the sure. show redeems it. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> we'll ask you. We'll ask you to be on a sports uh, sports edition when NFL starts again. You can review I'm your Steelers. I'll make I'm sure in. it's a week that they get their butts whooped. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they just lost forty two to zero. David, do you want to be on the show this week? <laughs> yeah, come on. Nah. I probably have more to say when they lose than when they win. So yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Now, uh, another fun fact that I've always found fascinating about David's sports teams is he loves the Boston Red Sox, the Boston Celtics, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I remember you told me once, but why Why did you not go New England? Why did you go Pittsburgh over New England, being your other two teams are in Boston? It, it was my dad. Whatever teams he liked, uh, you know, when I, uh, growing up, uh, those were the teams that I liked. So, And I think when he grew up, the reason he liked those teams is – um, during the time that he grew up, those teams were having success. I mean, he was, he was, uh, I guess a teenager or younger, uh, in the seventies. Um, so of course the Steelers were, uh, were, you know, the dominant team during the seventies. Right. Um, the Celtics were still a good team, still, uh, you know, winning championships. I don't, I don't understand the Red Sox. Uh, they were good <laughs> enough in the seventies, I guess. Um, That's where your heart is. You need a team years. to break your heart every year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. They, so I'm not real sure, but yeah, if if, if the old man liked it, that's uh, that's where I was going. Gotcha. That's cool. Well, all right. 
Well, let's take a, a quick commercial break and then we'll be back with Movie Roulette. Today, right now, there are thousands of podcasters all struggling to get by. I would like for you to meet the Manchild Chronicles. For as low as $1 a month, you can support the Manchild Chronicles on Patreon. Your support helps to ensure that the Manchild Chronicles is fed, pays the internet bill, and continue to provide the best podcasting content available. For significantly less than a cup of coffee a day, you can see your favorite podcasters live, thrive, and succeed. Visit manchildchronicles.com to learn more about adopting a man-child today. Let's uh, let's play a little movie roulette review. Are you feeling lucky, punk? It's time to play movie roulette. Brought to you by the Manchild Chronicles. All right, cronies. Hopefully you all watched the movie The Gate with uh, starring Stephen Dorff. <laughs> we are going to... So if you didn't watch the movie, this movie was in the late 80s. It is a horror movie. Uh, <clears throat> it is about uh, demons, kids being left home alone, and the shenanigans that happens to stop Wait, we were supposed to watch Home Alone? No. Oh. I wish. Uh so we're going to get into like it. That, we're going to do it a little demons. different today in the review. We're each going to get two minutes to review it, um, and we'll see how that goes. So I can start it off. Uh, I just have a few things I want to talk about I thought was interesting. Uh, obviously, the parents leave uh, on a trip, and as in most movies, they decide to leave their teenage teenager in charge for the first time ever. And, of course, what you always hear is no parties, and the very next scene is a party. And I always wondered, when they do these parties, if you ever notice in movies somebody that throws a party, they are having the worst time ever throwing a party. Because they're doing all the cleaning, picking up, getting mad at people. I'm like, why do you throw parties if you get mad all the time and you just clean the whole time? Who does that? Um, And then... So... I'm going to skip to when they have this family dog that has been in the family forever. They mention in the movie a few times how old this dog is. Well, the dog dies. And that doesn't... Wait, what? This is, the dog dies, and it doesn't warrant a phone call to their parents. I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm gone... And my dog dies and my kids mm-hmm. don't call me, there's going to be some other dead people in my house when I get back. <laughs> that dog is my family. Wow. How dare you not call me if my dog dies? That's an emergency. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So I, I thought that was... In, and then they just bury him in the backyard. Um, well, can I chime in on that real quick? Yeah, go ahead. It seemed as if the dog left the property... And then came back to the property for some well, and then he And then he put him in the hole in the gate. Well, yeah. they tried to 
they were supposed to uh, drop it off at the the vet or whatever, and it yeah. wasn't open, so they uh, took it back, and the guy had to bury it, and he's like, oh, there's a hole in the backyard. I was so vested in this movie. I, I must have just missed it. <laughs> wow, Mike. Wow. We just watched it. <laughs> and so the, the little kid, Stephen Dorff, has a really good friend uh, who's messed up because his mom died, mm-hmm. and this friend, there's this hole in the backyard that weird things are happening, right? And this friend just happens to have this weird off-brand record that has everything you need to know about these demons or what's happening with this hole and just happens to have the uh the trance or the the saying to bring all these things to life just very very ironic to have the key to and then if you play it backwards um that's when you played it i think it was when you played it if i'm wrong when you oh oh uh, and the, 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 the demon the, the, put a put a eye on his hand and why not put tape on the eye? Why why take a pencil and stab yourself? And why? The, I imagine the parents killed him when they got home because the house was destroyed. Okay, I'm done. It's completely destroyed. <laughs> Do you have any final things you'd right like now. to say, Ryan? I know you're rushed off there at the end because of the clock. Is there any final things you want to say? Um, the only other thing I want to say is the kid, Stephen Dorff, he's got to be a sociopath. His brother or his sister, his best friend, and his dog died. It didn't affect him at all. Okay. I'd like to thank, and I'd like to thank my uh, family and, and God first and foremost. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. That was good, Mike. I like the Oscar speech. That was good. Uh, Ryan, what's your man-child review? Uh, we go out of five. It's five yeah. stars, correct? Uh, my man, see, I do like this movie. I'm giving this a four out of five. This is the highest rating I've given on a bad movie we've reviewed. <clears throat> I give it a four out of five. I watched it when I was a kid, and I enjoyed the movie. I liked the movie. Okay. I can jump in next because I don't have a lot to say. So start the timer, please. Um, but like Ryan said, it was made in the late 1980s. And everything was... I'm kidding. Um, it was made on a $6 million budget. So in today's inflation, that would be $16 million roughly. So it wasn't like really a low budget movie, but it was a low it was a low profile movie, I guess what I would say, is which I really respect. I really like filmmaking and like thinking of how to make movies. I'm always like, gosh, how can I make a movie that's like in one location, you know, because I can't go too big with everything. That's kind of what this movie did, which I really respected. It had a had an idea that was kind of simple, but kind of advanced. And they kept it in one location, just in this little house or in the backyard. They didn't go too far. And the visual effects were pretty good for being 1987, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I watched... Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with my kids recently. That was like 93, 94. And they did a really good job in that movie with the forced perspective and, you know, how they made everything. And this movie yep. kind of holds up in that end where they do a very good job with the effects in this movie. Um, it just wasn't scary to me. Like, if I was a 12-year-old, I would probably be terrified. But being a 31-year-old man, didn't do it for me. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Scare me like it would, brother. I got you for three minutes. But uh, I really respected the movie, I guess is what I would say. I would give it a three out of five stars. I wouldn't 
going to go much higher than that. It still is a late 80s movie. It still isn't one that had my attention the whole time of it. Um, but I did respect what they did with the movie and making it. The sequel they made called Gate 2 The Trespassers, I have not watched yet, but I heard that one is terrible. So, just a FYI. Maybe next movie roulette. You never know. No, no. please don't. <laughs> uh, David, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the gate. Yeah. Um, so I uh, surprisingly enjoyed the movie. I actually had uh, at one point the wife and uh, the uh, boy who really loves his mom um, were watching it with me there for a little bit. Um, I, there were some parts in the movie I, I enjoyed for different reasons. One, when the... Uh, the, the old farmer dead man fell to the ground and his body exploded into hundreds of tiny demons. I lost it. Uh, I That was, for whatever reason, was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. So <laughs> I, uh, I really enjoyed that. Um, there were uh, words that Stephen Dorff used uh, when referring to a couple... Uh, teenagers that he didn't like in the movie and uh, yes. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it I thought what a what a what a time to have been around uh, to use <laughs> be able to use those words freely in cinema and uh, not not be concerned about the repercussions um, so <laughs> I noticed that um, and then I also noticed um, this movie had maybe the greatest burn, sickest burn of any cinema uh, piece of cinema I've ever seen. When when he told the uh, the one teenage girl, "Suck my nose until my face caves in," and I thought, <laughs> "Man, he got her with that one. That was that was good." I also wondered if maybe. I missed it, and in the '80s, that meant something different. So I wasn't real sure what uh, what I was experiencing there. But yeah, that was. Uh, but I actually, I I did enjoy it. Uh, it was it was nice that it was only an hour and a half long. Uh, yes. So I appreciated that. And uh, honestly, if, if I'm gonna rate it, I don't know that I could rate it based on today's standards. Uh, three uh, uh, three and a half minutes. Uh, uh, stars. Three and a half stars. <laughs> Three and a half <laughs> Nice. Nice. Uh, Jay. Well, I want to go, but Mike looks miserable. I guess we'll save misery for last. Save me for uh, last. Yeah. Okay. All right. First of all, I do want to say I really did like the movie. Like uh, David pointed out, it's only an hour and a half. We actually paused. We've been watching Ted Lasso, and I was like, we got to pause. Let's watch uh, The Gate. My wife was so mad, but I was like, come on, let's just watch it. We got three minutes in, and I was like, get Bo and Audrey in here. They're watching this with us. (laughs) And that was on recommendation from John. And so I was really glad to let them come in and watch. uh, uh, That's my 13-year-old daughter and my 12-year-old son. It's a great introduction to the scary movie world for kids. When I was a kid, I watched all the scary movies possible, including The Gate. Um, it messed me up really bad. I had a lot of fear. Um, so I do, I'm very careful. I'm guarded for my children. I don't want them to grow up with fears and having all of that. But it, this is a great one for that double digit age. Get them introduced um, and have them start watching. The scariest part. Aren't to most me, people double digit age? 
not not for your single digit kids. That's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. I just, you st- you stole my time. Okay, so <laughs> I think the scariest part was the zombie character. So when that dude fell out of the wall. Um, you, you, at that point, you thought the movie was over. Like, oh, they solved the gate. And then he falls out the wall in the basement, and this zombie character comes to life. That was probably the creepiest thing. I thought they did a great job with that. And then how he pulls the kids into the wall, and the, the drywall comes back. That that was actually kind of creepy. And so I, that part uh, uh, scared Bo and Audrey a, a little bit. But overall, it was it was super fun. Um, it was not as creepy as I remembered it to be, but those little demon creatures, they still, they still get me. Like I'm looking at them like, Whoa, like, I, I don't want anything grabbing me from under the bed. And they had a great scene where those arms are reaching out and grabbing their legs from under the bed. I'm like, yep, that's why my wife knows when I've watched something scary or read something scary. Cause I come running and jumping into the bed. Like <laughs> I have to clear where I think their arms would reach, and then I can <laughs> land in my bed and be and be safe, hide under my blankets. So, oh yeah, if you don't do that anymore, whatever it crosses your mind, don't lie. Uh, anyways, if I'm gonna rate it, I had it rated as a four out of five. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed the movie, Manchild Stars, four out of five. All right, and last but not least, Mike. Well, let me tell you something, Jay. Um, <laughs> this movie. Mike controls the timer, just so everybody knows. So this, I am. Like, we're at 11 seconds. And he one the, the best thing about this movie was the special effects. This movie drug on and on. It had all of the elements of a good movie. Once once the, the gate was opened and the activity started happening, really engaging, really fantastic, half the movie was gone to establish no storyline, no plot line, no nothing. It was all this wandering and waiting for no particular reason. So the movie had potential. It's still a good movie for 1986, 7, whatever it is. Um, loved the special effects, loved the vibe. My God, half of the budget went to smoke machines because the entire movie was nothing but smoke machines. And so, uh, you know, I feel like this was the the soft version of Evil Dead. I was waiting for something super sketch to happen when, when Sidekick's mom came in and was giving him a hug. And then it just randomly became a dog, and it was really weird. But <laughs> I was waiting for it to really take off in some weird directions, and it never really did. Little minions are hilarious. My favorite part of the whole movie, favorite part of the whole movie, was toward the end when he's reading the Bible, and all of a sudden he just decides to go holy hand grenade on it and just throws it down in the hole, and then the hole explodes. So that was that was pretty cool. But uh, to, to wrap it up, the movie had potential. I'm grading it on its missed potential. I'm giving it a one out of five man-child stars because they had everything dialed in. The camera work was fantastic. The special effects were fantastic. They spent 45 minutes wasting time for no reason, and there was just no reason that... They should have wasted as much potential as they did. One out of five stars. Could have done better. If you want to see Steven Dorf, go watch Blade.
<laughs> all right. First of all, Jay, let me start here. Okay. Thank we you. have done movie roulette for a while, and we have watched some horrendous movies. Horrendous. I mean, terrible. And this is not even close. The worst score Michael has ever gave to a movie, <laughs> and we watched some snooze fest. And this guy gives it a one out of five. Un and this is. Unbelievable! It's unbelievable that you gave that a one. He paid twice to watch her and was like five out of five. I did not. The cinematography was just. I gave it a three and a half. I gave it a three and a half. The cinematography. I told you that I was grading it based on its missed potential. The other movies just sucked, and and I was grading them on the attempt, but now I'm grading on missed potential. Unbelievable. His movie doesn't get picked. One out of five. That's 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 what I hear. When his movie don't get picked, it's a one. I like how David brings up like Stephen Dorff making those comments. Like, what if Stephen Dorff gets canceled now because of this movie? <laughs> if it happened to James Gunn, it can like, happen to Stephen Dorff. What if Stephen yeah. I think Stephen Dorff has been canceled for a few years, John. Has he like apologized yet? Like one day we're just walking down the block and we just see Stephen Dorff in a little car falling <laughs> behind us, <laughs> tracking us all down. You ruined my career, boys. <laughs> Stephen would actually like this to go viral so he can get back in the news, John. Yes. <laughs> he would love it. Stephen Dorff's riding a hot, hot ticket right now, man. What is he doing right now? Oh, I don't know. I was about to ask. He's like, oh. doing something. I don't know. Well, he did The Gate back in 1987. Yeah. Was, and Blade. He was in Blade. He did, uh, he was season in Blade. three of True Detective is the last thing I remember Stephen Dorff in. Season three of True Detective, which I thought he did really good in. Then I remember he got some show based off of that, but I don't think it went further than one season. So, so I have to ask, is Stephen Dorff Mario or Wario in the situation? Stephen Dorff, Christian Slater. He's the Wario. He's the Wario. Yeah. He's okay. the Wario for sure. Yeah, hundred yeah. okay. percent. Yeah, not even. Yeah, a that's a good. That's a good one. Stephen Dorff and Christian Slater. Yep. All right, just checking. Just checking. I Who's will taller? say this. So I I've hyped up the shower scene a lot, and I realized watching the gate that it did not happen in the gate. So I had to go figure out what happened. What shower scene? And John, it's really funny. Um, because there is a movie that uh, was it was a, the remake. John, you remember? Um, Don't be afraid of the dark. Yep, he is. The original one back in 1977 has the shower scene with the little creatures trying to kill her, and that's what creeped me out a bunch as a kid. So, but I don't remember those little creatures. I remember the creatures from The Gate the most. So, anyways, I just had combined the movies in my mind. How much do you guys think they paid those little demons to be in that movie? How much do you think they paid those little demons? Like, I think it was like the Wizard of Oz. Like Wizard of Oz, Munchkin? Like, I think the dog got paid more. The movie's new enough that they would have been on Union, so it was probably like 45 an hour. <laughs> Man. You see them out back smoking during break. We made it, right. boys. We're going to be in more movies. <sighs> so, let's, uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with a million dollars butt. Do you listen to the Manchild Chronicles but want more? Your answer is manchildchronicles.com. It's the one-stop shop for everything Manchild Chronicles. You can learn more about the guys, browse our fantastic selection of merchandise, and even submit ideas or comments that could be used on the podcast. Visit today at manchildchronicles.com. Okay, we're back. 
Let's get into it. A million dollars, but... Hey, pal, what would you do for a million dollars? The Manchild Chronicles presents Million Dollars, but... All right, cronies, you know the game. I shouldn't have to explain it, but I will. In case you're a new listener, you get a million dollars, but it comes with a stipulation. So here we go. I'll start it off. Guys, you get a million dollars, but every April, you must dig a hole in all your neighbor's yards, approximately three feet wide by three feet deep, and write a card for them taped to their front door that says, I dig you as a neighbor, signed by you with XOXO. Is this just your surrounding neighbors like this, that you yes, share this is your, a yard this with? Is your neighborhood, yes. The whole neighborhood. Oh yeah, that's Jesus. what I'm asking. Yeah, do I have to you share have all a of yard? April? Yeah, you got all April. Yeah, you can get a lot of holes dug. It's just April. I have to dig these holes. Just every April. Yep. And when I sign that letter, I'm saying it's from me, or I'm just signing. Oh yeah, it? yeah. They know. <laughs> they know it's you. You dig them. We need to pause. We need to talk about this in the movies, like TV shows. When people are like, oh, it's time to go dig a hole, they go outside and they dig a hole. And you're like, oh, okay, it looks pretty easy. Have you guys ever dug a hole in real life? It's really hard. It's hard. (laughs) It's It's so hard. Hold on. Hold on. Did you say how we dig the hole? No, I didn't say how you dig it. No. Oh, I'm taking the million bucks. I'm getting a huge excavator. I'm digging the holes. I'm going to dig them out, and boom, we're good. I got it. Okay. Million dollars. If you can do that. Yeah, million dollars. That's simple. Yeah, that's easy. I mean, good. You still, your whole neighborhood's going to hate you. All the they time. they hate me anyway. Oh. Not when I give them free rides on my excavator, though. <laughs> I'm an excavator. Well, hopefully they use the whole. You said three wide, three deep. You can plant trees with that. Yeah, oh, you could. Then I'll buy I'm helping tree. people out. It's a lot of trees in their yards. See, that's the, the trick. That's the trick. You <laughs> dig the hole, and then you're like, I ordered this tree from the Holy Land in Jerusalem, and we are supporting <laughs> something, something, something uh, by planting this tree. What are they going to say? Yeah. What are they going to say? I, you I'm go to Muslim. the husbands. Hey, are you trying to get rid of evidence? Do you have something you need to destroy that your wife put it evidence. in the hole? Backfill. I know what you've you got go. on that hard drive. Throw it in the hopper. <laughs> Throw it in the hopper. Throw it in the hopper. That's a good one, Ryan. I think okay. we're all taking the million dollars. Okay. 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 John? Uh, let's see here. A million dollars, but you can't spend it until you know you have less than one month left to live. You will never know when you will get the million dollars until one day you randomly check your bank account and notice you have a million dollars deposited. The day that the money was deposited starts the one month you have left to live. You don't know how you're going to die or when you're going to die. But once you get a million bucks, you know you got less than a month to go. So if you don't take the million, you're still going to die that month. That's what I'm wondering. But now you just have, you have a million dollars, but you have the anxiety of dying. But you also have the feeling of, holy cow, I can do whatever I want this last month of my death. So you can agree to the deal. And the next day, you, you could be a millionaire. But now you know you have less than a month to live. You can agree to the deal, and it can go 60 years until you're in your 90s. We get it, John, what he's asking. If Does we it don't change take your death deal, day? 
Yeah, <clears throat> does it change the death day? Nope. Oh, well, then 100% going to do it. I, I can live I with disagree. anxiety for one month. I disagree. I, I, I know the easy answer is to take the million, but I never check my bank account. And my fear is, my fear is, uh, it'll be the day before, and I'll be like, "Babe, we've got a million dollars tomorrow. We're gonna spend it all. We're gonna do. We're gonna. Like, we're gonna I'm gonna Lamar Odom this. We're going nuts." And uh, and then I wake up the next day and I trip down my stairs and I die and I never get to use it. So I, nah, I'm good without it. You open first, your first, bank account and you're like, when was that deposited? 29 days ago. Dang <laughs> oh, it. Yep. Man. All I got to say, it must be nice to have a wife that you don't have to check your bank account every day. You're like, what would she spend today? It is. That must be nice. She's good people. That would be my thing, like David said. I never check my bank account. I could be like in my 90s, and then all of a sudden I get a million dollars. And I'm like, oh, that's cool, but now I'm 90 years old, and what am I going to do with a million bucks? I'll find something to do with it. It's I'll fine. I'm something. taking the money. Yeah. I mean, right. if I don't spend it all, I mean, somebody's going to get it. Thanks, Ryan. I appreciate that. Like I'm in your will. For all it's this me. hard podcasting duties. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go next? Jay? Michael took a breath. You got it, Mike. All right. Okay. Okay. Every year on your birthday, the moment you turn whatever age, you get warped back in time, and you have to watch your parents conceive you from a different angle each year, million dollars. What? I am taking the money. <laughs> what? Give me the cash. Give me the check. Let's go. It's really only shocking the first time. I think right. here's the problem. How do you know yeah, this? it's shocking. It's the shocking the first time, but I think I would do it the first time, and then the next year when it comes up, I'm like, why did I take that million dollars? I don't want to watch this again. You get it from a different angle every time. (laughs) If I can go back and watch Mike Olson, then I'm down. Like I want to learn from the I want to learn from the king himself. I I do not want to go back and watch my mom and dad. What would be What would be worse in this scenario? If you do go back in time, and it's really like last, like really you know, no passion, just really unpassionate type of going on, or if you go back there and it's just all over the room type of. Going uh, what, what, what John, would be worse? Uh, John, do you know how passionate our parents were? Like they would have knocked down, drag out fights. I am sure the bedroom was just as rough. Okay, bud, I don't want to go watch this. I'm just imagining. Mike, you asked the question. Don't you cover your face in shame? You I asked it. I I'm imagining going back and so saying detailed. But now I know. who is. That's not my dad with my mom. Who is that? (laughs) That's why I'm so much bigger than everybody in my family. (laughs) Uncle Larry? (laughs) I have an Uncle Larry. That's what I was just thinking. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Oh, that's terrible. uh, I'm not doing it. I don't want the money. Nope, I'm good. Keep your money, you filthy animal. I'll take the money, but I'll hate it. 
<laughs> I mean, nobody's gonna like it. I'll take the money, but then I'm just gonna I'm gonna use any information to make my parents feel awkward in the sense of like uh, like uh, dad, you know, dad, don't you talk to me like that with that butt mole of yours, and, and then have to have to have that. How does he know about my butt mole? You know. Well, it gives you the opportunity to see your dad once a year, too, Mike. (laughs) 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 Mike's sitting there like, you go get him, Dad. Go get him. Get her, Dad. That has been been the best dad joke in a little over a year now. That's that's been been the best. The, the very, very best one. I don't know if that's going to make the cut or not. But it should. Oh, it better. <laughs> I can't oh, believe I'm going to be on the last podcast. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. David, you give us one. Uh, all right. So a million dollars, but from today forward, you forget the last 20 minutes of every movie you ever watch. Oh man! No I'll way. take a Transformers like movie because it won't matter. <laughs> We're going <laughs> to China. <laughs> no, it's forever. Yeah. Like every movie you watch from here on out, you forget the last twenty minutes, Mike. Forever. I'm going to take the million dollars because I feel like my wife already forgets this, and now we can bond better together. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a good one, John. I don't know if I can do it. Like, I love the movies way too much. I would hate to be having this epic conversation about John Wick Chapter 4, and then everyone's like, oh, and the ending. And I'm, what? That happened well, you know, the plus You know, the plus side of this is that it'd be like 50 first dates. You get to watch The yeah. Sixth Sense, and every time you watch the end, you're like, what? What? <laughs> it's kind of a blessing in disguise. I'm taking mm-hmm. a million bucks here. You can enjoy uh, the little things over and over no, you and can't, over Mike. again. I know you gave it a four out of five, but I gave it a half I a What would be worse, though, I gave it a three. is if you watch the little things and you always remember the little things, but you never remember how it ends, so you sit there to rewatch it all again. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I need to rewatch that's how it, it ends? Oh, man. <laughs> oh. That would What's be it like watching it? Memento, then? <laughs> watching Memento, but you don't remember the... You're you're just always cheering for that guy. Yeah, come on, find out, man. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it, buddy. Oh. Okay, Jay. All right. This one is uh, for you, Ryan. You get a million dollars, but you can never get mad or angry or raise your voice yelling again. Oh, you still get the feelings. You will get so angry every day over the little stuff. But you have to completely swallow it, never get mad or frustrated, raise your voice. You cannot lose your temper with your kids, your co-workers, your wife, your podcast buddies. You can never do that. If you do, you have to pay all the money back, that you, even the ones you've already spent. What are you trying to say right now? <laughs> no, it's This is for everyone. But Ryan, think about that. Everybody listening. <laughs> yep, yep. That's a good yep. one for Ryan. Yep. yep. Uh, well, there's. I mean, I would be paying it back in a day. You know me. There's no way I'd be able to keep that money. No way. You just have to stay calm. I'm like John. I hate people. It wouldn't take me long 
to go off on somebody. Trust nope. me. Nope. You have to stay calm. Is internal anger like counted? I know internal anger will come out, but if I just get angry on the inside, does that count? No. Like that's fine. You will get angry on the inside. I would that's probably okay. last a little while, but eventually, you know, and then I have to pay it back, and now I'm in debt because I don't have the money anymore. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't take that. Can I, feel like I I'll do really go good for a week and spend a lot of money, and then <laughs> can I go ahead, off David. somewhere and just lose my my stuff and then come back? I like it, and yes, because you're not doing it with at somebody. All right, absolutely, I'll take the million. Hmm. That's can good. I, well, he would how about build this? himself a little safe room. I how like about it. this? Can I say it in a calm demeanor to somebody? <laughs> Jay, I just want you to know you're an idiot. And I appreciate everything you do here, but you're really dumb. And you're probably the worst person I've ever met in my entire life. I allow it. Yeah, you didn't lose your control. I can Absolutely. I can do that. As long as I can let it out somehow to make somebody feel worse about themselves, I can do it. <laughs> It actually makes Ryan a worse human being. <laughs> yes. Why is he so calm he's when he so tells calm, me this? But he's such yeah, he's so the calm. The evil you know is better <laughs> than the evil you don't. It's oh, time for awesome. me to evolve. All right, I got another one here for you. All right, you get a million dollars, but you wake up to a new family. They think you are their dad and husband. They know you as their dad and husband, but you have no idea who they are. Once you get comfortable with this family or establish any or any good feelings towards them, you wake up to a new family, and this goes on and on for the rest of your life. But you always have that million. You always have that money. One hundred percent would take it. Is it every family? I get a new million dollars. Or is one million dollars? No, you just have the million dollars, and it's just state. You have the same bank account. No way. No one my luck here, fellas. It's just going to be one family that whole time. I'm taking the money. <laughs> <laughs> never gets comfortable, never establishes feelings for him. John, John you're terrible. <laughs> Even covers the mic, which actually just makes it louder. Right here, boys. <laughs> Come on in. And I said, I said to her. <laughs> What's up? I still haven't established any feelings for my current family. <laughs> Give me the money. No comment. No comment. <laughs> wow. Can you, I'm, not I'm actually on that deal now. Can you define what is comfortable? You get comfortable with your surroundings. Like you're not. You don't feel awkward. You're not wondering. Are they going to catch on to me? You just feel you feel comfortable with your surroundings now. Okay, I'm just wondering if I land uh, a family with like a super model hot wife, if I can pretend to not be comfortable for an extended period of time. Uh, so I didn't know I, I, how this. If it's real, if it tell, can tell my real feelings, I'll take the money and try it out. I think you'll figure out the parameters after the second or third family, probably. I'm going to figure it out when I hit that first ugly wife. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I was just about uh, to say that. What if you get like a really horse face wife? And like, oh, I feel so comfortable. Right I feel so comfortable with you. I'm so happy. I'll be screaming. I'm in love. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. <laughs> I would like to share my deepest secret with you. <laughs> Anybody feeling up to a blood oath? 
right. A million dollars. A million dollars. But you have to get pepper sprayed every time you wake up. From sleeping, oh. napping, or dozing off. No Every time way. you wake nope. up, you get immediately oh, no. pepper sprayed. Dude, no. I don't think you're going to be recovered from the day before when you woke up. There's no way I'm doing that. Has anybody ever been pepper sprayed? Yes. No. <laughs> okay. No, um, I've got awful. something in my eye before and it hurts. <laughs> Basically <laughs> so the same pepper spray. <laughs> Oh, it's awful. The problem is, is the first pepper spray... I'm exhausted by the time I can finally get a little comfortable. I want to take a nap. And when I wake up, I immediately get pepper sprayed again. It'll just be this endless cycle. And it's It's a trick because you want to keep your... You know? You want to keep your eyes closed when you get pepper sprayed. Uh And so it's it's a trick. It's a trick. Imagine you're like just trying to stay awake, but then you just start dozing off and you're like... (laughs) <laughs> pepper sprayed immediately after he does off for half a second trying to stay awake. <laughs> I love 15 minute power naps. I can't imagine waking up from a 15 minute power nap. I couldn't even sleep. Like, no. I was in standby mode. Yeah, no way. Oh. It's horrible. All right. Um,. A million dollars. But for the rest of your life, you lactate. And it's really good milk. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm doing that for sure. Oh, heck yes. You're talking about like vitamin D quality? I'd have so much fun with my... Whole milk, boys. Dude, I'd have so much fun with my buddies taking my shirt off and spraying (laughs) it all the time. That'd be great. I'm going to get a job as a waiter at a breakfast joint. (laughs) You You need some creamer? Need a little creamer in there? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. Let's be honest, we're all going to drink it. We're all going to try it. Like, well, I guess I'm lactating. I'm going to try this. Yep. It, the, the parameters are it's good milk. I'm in. You have like the... Uh... You have like the best diner in town. Everybody talks about your world class milk. Everybody goes there for your milk. It's the it's Futurama the episode the where they find the out where the slurm came from. Yeah, the slurm. Exactly. <laughs> All right, question. Do I grow boobs? Like no. Milk? Because nope. where does the milk get stored? No, no, it's I'm mythical. Out. Okay. It's mythical. I'm out. <laughs> you have the same physical structure that you have boobs. now. But you just have a milk supply. Maybe they. Maybe oh, so Ryan, he his is good. Got it. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> hey, I can still bounce Ryan, my packs. That Bico. means something still. <laughs> uh, All right, Dave, you got another one. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> a mil- <clears throat> a million dollars, but every time you sneeze, you poop your pants just enough that you have to change them. Mm. Joke's on you, boys. I get that million dollars already. (laughs) (laughs) What's interesting is is I had had the same question, except the parameter was every time you hear a dog bark. Oh, Oh. Oh, man. Man, allergy season's going to be rough. (laughs) I know. I'm just thinking. I sneeze. Like, when I sneeze, it's not just one sneeze. It's like three no. or four sneezes yeah. in a row every why time. Does Ryan, no, why does Ryan bring the duffel bag to work? only one pair of underwear. 
Yeah, but you I would have. I know, but it. it would be full. It wouldn't just yeah. be like a little dropping. It would well, be no, like you full. you only. It's only a little. It's only a little. Per sneeze. Per sneeze, though. <laughs> I sneeze out. Then, then it, you know, I'm a guy, so my underwear oh. has holes in it, so it's going right to my jeans. <laughs> And now people are going to be, if I'm wearing khakis one day, game over, man. People are going to be like, what is on his butt? Is that poop? <clears throat> yes, it is. That's a rough one to agree to. I don't think I could. I would do it. I would do it. If I get a million bucks, I'm going to do a lot of things, and I would do that. If I got to carry a backpack around all the time, mm-hmm. that's a that's a And now sneeze, I know though. why underwear ends up in garbage all the time. I wonder if you would at some point time. start holding your sneezes, or you just would give up. Like... Uh-huh. What, what uh-huh. defines the sneeze? Like if I if I hold my mouth in my nose to where it's all stays internal, does that That's still a sneeze, man? Okay. See, I disagree. More comes out. You More disagree? Comes out. Yeah, I, I. So I. So uh, I, because I'm comfortable with you guys, like my previous family. I uh, I actually enjoy sneezing. Um, it's it just feels nice. So. I would be depriving myself of that nice enjoyment just to stop from pooping a little. I'm willing to poop a little and take the money. <laughs> so not only will you sneeze and have poop come out, you also have blood rush to certain places. You know, this would be really handy, you. though, if you're, like, really <laughs> constipated oh. and you can't get a poop out. You could sit on oh, the toilet. Gee. You could throw some dust in your face, sneeze, and get that constipation out. This episode this has work. really gotten away from us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you get a million dollars, but you become a craft beer guy, only obsessed with craft beer. You always have a different craft beer, and only talk about to people about different craft beers. And everybody thinks it's interesting and you're cool. When in reality, everybody hates it and thinks you're very annoying. Like pilsners, you no longer have any interest in sports, movies, TV, anything. Only craft beers. You are a craft beer guy, but you have a million dollars. First of all, who here knows someone like that? I do. <laughs> <laughs> They're the worst. They're the worst. I do not want to be that guy. Hey, man. Hey, man. I just found this new IPA. It's something with the air and the particular grass that they blend in and then the hops and they have a cow breathe on it. It's incredible. Do, do you taste the, the oakiness? The oakiness undertone in, in the note? In the, it's a sim. It's in the note. <laughs> kind of like a smoky <laughs> flavor to it, don't you think? I'm not. No, not doing it. Not worth it. No. I'll take it. My reality changes. <laughs> I don't know that uh, I'm uh, <clears throat> a loser. That's the best I can come up with right now. Uh, then yeah, I'll take the money and just not realize how much people actually hate me. I'm quite. Cool. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I like you, David. You're just a comfortable guy. I like you. John, what are you going to pick? I'm interested in what you're going to pick. Because you almost take a million dollars every time. I want it for this one. Not if I can't like sports or movies or anything like that. Because I don't even drink. And you're going to have me be obsessed with craft beer and only talk about that? I No. I couldn't, I couldn't sacrifice sports or movies. <laughs> right. John, you got one more? Take close that. it got out. Him, Ryan. Got him. What's that? You got one more to I close s- it out? Yeah, I can close it out. Let's see. A million dollars, but every time you are a member of your immediately fam- immediate family gets sick or has a minor cold, you have to take them to the emergency room to be evaluated by the medical staff. No matter how minor the cold or the sickness is, 
even if it's just allergies, you have to take them to the emergency room and be seen by the medical staff. Do I have to pay for the emergency room? Million dollars. Yep. So either your insurance is good enough or you're paying for it. No way. That's no. that is your million would go away yeah. so fast. You'd be sitting in the ER. You're the last person going in there because you have the nothing's wrong with you. It's going to be no way. I'm doing that. Doc, I sneezed and something came out. Like, I need to be seen. <laughs> Every time I sneeze. I'm going to take that money because I'm pretty sure most of the people that I work with do this already. And they seem happy. So I'm in. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. hmm. All right. All righty. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with draft time. Want to see the funniest and best moments from all the Manchild Chronicles? Be sure to follow on social media. You can find the Manchild crew on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Like and follow today so you don't miss anything that happens in the Manchild universe. All right, boys, let's draft. It's draft time. All right, cronies, tonight's draft, we are doing the best spring day. You have to draft a place, an activity, who you're spending the spring day with, and a food drink. So tonight's draft order is going to be John, Mike, David, Ryan, and Jay. Right, John. Kick it off, man. And there's not a order you can draft from any category you want. That's right. For the perfect spring day. Starting off my draft, I'm going to get the food-drink combo out of the way. Uh, we have the option here to either just take a drink or take a food and a drink, apparently, David. I was told wrong, so you can go either way. Uh, okay. I'm going to take... Vodka water and watermelon off the board. <laughs> vodka water? Okay, Mike? I am going to start with food and drink as well. And I'm going to go with lemonade and brisket. Mmm, nice. Well, it seems like we're making a run on the food and drink category, so I'm going to go ahead and take, uh, <clears throat> I hope that I do this right, since John gave me bad info. Um, I'm going to take uh, a Jack and Coke with a steak. Mm. Mm. Man, that was on my list, by the way, that exact cup. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I don't want Jay to take my food and drink, so I'm also going to take a food and drink here. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking beer and a hot dog, man. That's a good pick. Not good beer pick. and a brat? Nope. I'd rather have a... A hot dog goes with a lot of my other picks, so I'm going to go hot dog. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. <clears throat> well, since no back. one else can take food and drink, I will skip that category. Because I can save it. Uh, I am going to take my place 
And my place on a perfect spring day is going to be uh, Honolulu, Hawaii. Very excited to get down to Hawaii and uh, spend my spring day there. Uh, And I'm going to take who I'm going to spend it with. And I'm going to spend it with my family. Aww, you're so sweet. Aww. I knew you were going to pick your family. I don't want someone else to take them, so I'm going to take it now. Okay. All right. I am going to take... Ooh, man. Isn't each person's family a different family, though? (laughs) Just... Technic- but if someone chose tank <laughs> now, you guys can't take your family. You guys can't take family. No, I can't take people. Took them. No, 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 no. I took family. So yeah, family's off the board. But, but they're different people. No. Come on, Michael. Can't take, can't take immediate family. Is that what you're saying? Yep, can't. So I can't take my take wife and, immediate I can't take family. my wife and kids. Is that what you're saying? Right? That's right. Okay. Honestly, I have saved you all. I have saved you all, so you all I can was go. Gonna say, well, they weren't on my list. Huge favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't. Everyone they weren't on my list. So. Mike, no. oh, Mike, cut this out. Oh, Everyone be really mad. Yep, there you go. Oh, 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 I wanted to spend it with. Oh, oh, that should have been the 101. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you guys were thinking. I got it. Oh. You all cannot take your immediate family. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take my Moving activity. On. I'm going to take my activity, and it's going to be sitting around the campfire. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, I, uh, since since Jay took my entire family, and I'm not sure who else they're <laughs> supposed, to, supposed to spend the day with, um, since my wife might listen to this episode, I won't say side piece. <clears throat> but I think I think what I'll pick is uh, is my dog. No, nice, nice. Now hold on. Some people consider dogs part of their family. No, okay. Jay Claire said his wife and kids. All right, Mike. I am going to take my activity, and I am going to say, go floating. Floating on a spring day. Nice. I hope your place is going to be by a river or lake. Yeah, take a river or lake right now. Take a water source. <laughs> He's thinking of that right now. He connect the dots. <laughs> He's like, oh, crap. <laughs> I will take Tucson, Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my place now off the board. I'm going to enjoy my vodka water and watermelon on the Miami beaches of Florida. Nice. Really surprised you didn't lean in Kansas on this one, John. You'll see <laughs> why when Topeka I get to the end great, of my draft. Great beaches. John, I wish you would have just said beach because Jay's in Honolulu or Hawaii right now and he couldn't have picked beach for any activities. Oh, That's too late. Because you're on the beach. I'm going to Miami Beach, and my activity is going to be jet skiing. Nice. Okay. Mike, you're back up. I am going to now take my place, and I am going to take St. Lucia in the Caribbean. That was my second pick, Mike. Nice. 
Um, I'm going to take my place, and this may sound boring, but I don't really like people. So I'm just going to go to my deck. It's close to home. It has everything that I need, including <laughs> and my dog. And the commute dog. is wonderful. It's fantastic. <laughs> and as soon as I'm to that point where it's time to go to sleep, I just walk upstairs. That deck was my deck was on my list. I had that. My Wait, deck. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> my big deck was on my list. Your big deck? What? I got a deck, real big deck. Okay, uh, my next one, I will pick uh, who I spend it with. And it's, well, this is going to be weird now because I can't pick my family won't be there. <laughs> it's going to be the Man-Child Chronicles and their families around the campfire. You can do <laughs> us, but you can't do families. My family what? won't be there, though, because I can't pick my family. Is that, is that okay to pick, the Man-Child Chronicles I and their family? I think got off on a technicality there, bud. I, I think you can take the Man-Child Chronicles. That's it. That's fine. I'll, I'll take you guys. Our families. Oh, thank God. The Man-Child <laughs> Chronicles was my, was my second pick. <laughs> All right. Back to me, and I can, I can round it off here now. Uh, so, in Hawaii, and I'm with my family... Uh, we're going to play some cornhole on the beach. I'm excited mm-hmm. to have cornhole on the beach. <laughs> and then for our food, we are going to have um, uh, pork steaks topped with onions and mushrooms and Cayman Jacks. <laughs> nice. Very specific. I like it. Round it up. Perfect spring day, Jay. My perfect spring day. Uh, I am in Honolulu, Hawaii, with my family, playing cornhole. And for dinner, we're going to have pork steaks topped with onions and mushrooms. And we're going to enjoy some Cayman Jacks. At least the adults will, not the kids. Okay. Okay. Uh, My place is going to be anybody's house but mine. So I don't have to deal with any of the cleanup or... (laughs) Or... The awkwardness of somebody not leaving. Um, so any house but mine is going to be my place. <laughs> so hold on. <laughs> yeah, hold on, John. Hold on before you recap. We're, you're going to be at a stranger's house at, around a campfire. <laughs> oh, it could be one of your guys' houses. <laughs> drinking beers and hot You didn't specify that. With a man child. I just did anybody's but that. mine. He has to just like, push like a random button. And We're it's like, oh no, I'm house. at Fidel Castro's house. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably a nice house, though. Yeah. So my recap, I'm going to be at anybody's house but mine around a campfire with the Manchild Chronicles crew, and we're going to have beer and hot dogs. All right. Nice. <clears throat> Fun trip. Uh, so my last pick is my activity, and uh, I, uh, I'm going to go for a nice long motorcycle ride. So. Mm. On your deck? On your deck? <laughs> <laughs> You have a big deck, man. You got a real big deck. <laughs> I don't want that sound to sound off on us, so I'm gonna not respond. Um, I guess I just assumed the activity didn't have to take place in the exact same. Um, Fair enough. So, Fair enough. But uh, so I, I guess rounding mine off, I'd say I'm gonna take a nice long motorcycle ride with my dog. Um, <laughs> Come back to the house, hang out on the deck, uh, and enjoy a nice steak 
and a cold Jack Daniel and Coke. Are you a motorcycle guy then? Do you own motorcycle? Yeah, I have. Uh, Do you I own motorcycle? Let's be clear. If anyone can't tell, I'm a huge motorcycle guy. Do you Do own you motorcycle? Own, yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the, Are I am motorcycle not. owed you. Yeah. <laughs> I do own motorcycle uh, singular. Okay. Yes. Good. Yeah. Okay. You look like a crotch rocket kind of guy. Uh, no, it's a it's a Yamaha. It's uh, um, yeah, it's it's more. You like just a, have a Yamaha. We're not going to know anything else. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. Good. Perfect. Good. I got the brand. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> got the wheels. Yamaha Beach. Nobody makes motorcycles better than the uh, musical instruments and ATV company. (laughs) 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 They're cheap. All right, Mike, finish it off. All right. I only wrote down one name on the who I want to spend this time with. And you think you know who it is but you don't know who it is. I decided that the best person to spend this perfect spring day with, I'm going so much trouble, is Ana de Armas. <laughs> okay, now everybody so, act disturbed. Michael, that's terrible. Oh, what are you doing? So to, recap, Family. to recap my perfect day, I am going to go floating in St. Lucia in the Caribbean. I'm going to be having some delicious lemonade and brisket, and I'm going to be sharing it with Ana de Armas. Well, I didn't know who that was. She's good looking. (laughs) (laughs) This is all because Jay took family. Exactly. I had no choice. (laughs) She was the only other person I could take. There was nobody else left. Hold on. Let's be clear. On my list, I had family, the Manchild Chronicles, and Jesus. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. I want you to sit I would down and think pick about that. <laughs> and out of day for the win. Um, so I base my draft all around one person that I want to take, and I want to have this amazing dream spring day with. And so this person said in a 2016 article his favorite drink was vodka water. So that's why I took that. Watermelon was what Ryan likes to eat. So I took that for him not being able to clearly explain Thank the you. rules of this draft to me. <laughs> uh, place, I took Miami Beach because I think this person would have a heck of a fun time at Miami Beach. Jet skiing, I can see this person have a great time jet skiing off DJ Khaled! <laughs> and I'm going to take the person I'm spending my perfect spring day with, nobody else than the greatest tight end to ever play, Mr. Robert Gronkowski. <laughs> the Gronkowski. Oh, man. <laughs> you will have a great time. <laughs> you are in for a treat, John. <laughs> Good luck oh, keeping up with that. Me and my best bro, Mr. Gronk, we're going to head down to Miami Beach, Florida. We're going to sip on some vodka water, eat a little watermelon, then we're going to go jet skiing for our activity. That, my gentlemen, is the perfect spring day. Gronk would probably agree with you. Yes, yeah, he's probably sitting right now. If I could just do this with John Gill. (laughs) If I could could just get John here. 
to entice you, Gronk, I've never been drunk, so you can you can have fun with me, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound too platonic. It's just a platonic way, Gronk. <laughs> well, David, what did you, you think? Are you happy you came on the Man Child Chronicles? Oh, absolutely. Had a blast, and uh, yeah, if... Uh, you invite me back again. I'd love to be back uh, for whatever sports, something else. No, this has been a great. Only time. if you wear John's face. <laughs> You're just there is no way you can Hold be on. on this show again. That is your permanent show attire. Yes, that yep. is the requirement for you to be on. I've got five other shirts, fellas. That's not hard. <laughs> but it has to be a different photo of me every time. Yeah, it, be the same one. it is. <laughs> That blew my mind. I it thought it was like was a family photo of me, but he put his face over my wife's face. <laughs> I may have that one already as well. David, I've got a uh, closing question for you. So I imagine that due to you being on our show today, we're going to have some uh, guests listening that may have not listened before. If you had to tell them why they should continue to listen to the Man Child Chronicles podcast, why would they want to do that? Uh, because this, if, if they enjoyed this episode, it's not because of me. Uh, it's because you four guys put some seriously fun content out there. Um, I like John not enough to waste an hour of my life every week if I didn't actually enjoy what I was listening to. Uh, so this is really good content. It's fun content. And uh, um, yeah, it's, it's quality stuff every week. Awesome. Nice. We loved having you on. Can't wait till next time. Until next time, peace. We out of here. Thanks for joining us today on the Manchild Chronicles. You can find us on your favorite social media platforms at the Manchild Chronicles. Don't forget to join us every Friday for a new episode. That's all for now. See you next time.